0: Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories. How are you doing today, Erson?
1: I'm well. Uh, I'm Erson Religioso, and with me as always, uh, as always most of the time, is Jason (laughs) Shade.
0: I think this is two episodes in a row that I've been around. That's pretty impressive for both of us to uh, be both on for a few sequential podcasts.
1: Yeah. uh, No trips to Hawaii coming up?
0: Nope, nope, no trips to Hawaii. I am uh, homebound for the next little while here.
1: All right, you wanna, you want you take the reins with introducing our guest since you know him a bit better than I do.
0: You bet. Well, I've had the uh, pleasure of knowing Dr. Ivo for. Oh, I think the last couple of years through social media, and I was uh, lucky enough to meet him at his first uh, Gate Guys course here in Vancouver about a year ago. And uh, I'm going to say a quick welcome to him, and maybe he can give us a maybe a quick uh, background on himself, and we can get going. So, good morning, Doctor Ivo. Good morning, and
2: thanks for inviting me to be on the show. I'm I'm quite honored that somebody actually wants me as a guest. So, uh, thank you very much.
1: You've never been a guest on someone else's podcast.
2: You know, um, no. Um, we've been doing our own podcast with the Gate Guys for years now, um, as well as you know, I teach a ton of seminars. But no, I've never been on a guest on a podcast. So, uh, oh
1: wow, this is a new and exciting experience. It's an exclusive. Well, but, uh, <laughs> yes, it's
2: an exclusive, and I'm glad that it's with you guys because at least I feel like I
0: know you. <laughs> that is going to go in the show notes. Yeah, your your first your first podcast other than your own on the Gate Guys, of course. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we're going to stick with our forum, our nice short forum podcast. Uh, We've been getting good feedback on that. So, can you share with our listeners one of your more memorable successes or failures in business or practice? You know, I've got two short stories um, for you, and
2: one is a, a failure. And I like to always talk about failures because I think that we learn more from our failures than we do from our successes. Um, I know that the, uh, the ex-CEO of IBM was said to say, if you want to r- double your rate of success, double your rate of failure. And I'm not saying that you should fail in clinical practice, but I really think that those things seem to hit home, at least with some individuals. And I imagine that um, corresponds with your learning style. But what had happened uh, many years ago when I was in practice, um, and I first started practicing in Colorado, I had two pedorthists that worked in my office. And this is really when I started to get into feet, you know, because I was doing the chiropractic and rehab thing. I had practiced in Massachusetts for nine years. I had had a Cybex lab, you know, I had all the toys to do everything. And I was pretty good. You know, I could get people most of the time. I had probably a 70 to 80% success rate, but there was that 20% of individuals that just didn't seem to get better or they only got a certain percentage better and they didn't get any better. So... I started working with these guys in the office and, you know, they're doing stuff with feet. And at that point in time, this was, gosh, you know, lots and lots of years ago, almost 20 <laughs> years ago. Um, I was like, gosh, you know, th- there must be something to this because I'd send patients over that would have chronic issues and they um, they would get better, you know, with orthotic therapy. And I, and I call it therapy because, you know, the prescription should be changing. Orthotics aren't set and forget. So. Um, I worked with these guys for several years and I still have a great working relationship with them and then eventually started um, learning more about the feet and doing orthotics myself in the office. We didn't build them but we cast for, did all the posting, that kind of stuff, had a lab. So um, back before I knew as much about biomechanics as I do now and believe me, I'm still learning on a daily basis, I, um, I was really into utilizing orthotics and in orthotics defense, and I'm not saying it's good for everything, but you can do a lot with orthotics. You can change people's mechanics, you can get rid of pain, you can do wonderful things. And at that point in my life, um, I was gonna, if it had feet, I was gonna put an orthotic, you mm-hmm. know, under that foot, um, which, you know, it, it, in retrospect, probably was not the right thing to do. And, and that's really not the failure. So, I, I had a patient that had come in with knee pain. And, um, I looked at them, they overpronated through their forefoot. I'm like, "You know, this is a perfect case for an orthotic. This should eliminate the knee pain. and um, I you know, built them, casted for an orthotic, um put it in there, and they did well for a while, and then they progressively started to crumble, um as I'm sure we all have had patients that have done that um for a while. So they started to crumble, and i I kept analyzing and analyzing, and they started to develop a lot of medial knee pain. Uh, at the patellofemoral joint as well as at the um, uh, the medial aspect of the meniscus. And uh, to make a long story uh, somewhat longer, um, what had happened is the orthotic was making the pain a whole lot worse. And here's the reason why. This particular patient had a condition called internal tibial torsion. And if you guys have listened to The Gate Guys for any period of time, you know we talk a lot about torsions and inversions. And internal tibial torsion basically means if I drop a plumb line from the tibial tuberosity, I mean, I drop it downward, it should pass through the second metatarsal or between, you know, the second and third, right around there. Um, This patient, you know, fell way lateral to that. So the lower leg is twisted inward. So to create the range of motion they needed for normal gait, they had to externally rotate their foot on the right-hand side, which of course puts the knee outside the sagittal plane. So if we take a knee that's already with the knee pointing outward, you know, Um, because that's how they have to walk because your brain won't let you walk dinktoed because you'll trip over your feet. Mm -hmm. And you stick an orthotic under that, you just jack the knee further (laughs) outside the sagittal plane and uh, create a problem. And of course, I was creating, you know, patellofemoral, meniscal femoral um, impingement issues um, at that. And I learned very, very quickly um, in that particular instance with this patient that you need to employ a valgus post when <laughs> utilizing orthotics with people with internal tibial torsion. And luckily, you know, you can really cause some serious damage um, to people like that. And thankfully, this patient, I still know them today. Um, they still come to see me. It's been almost 20 years, not necessarily for the same problem, but um, on and off. And uh, it was one of those when you're first in practice and you're very ambitious and you have a lot of uh, stars in your eyes and everybody latches to that, uh, what do you want to call it? Enthusiasm um, that they've been with me and patient with me. And of course um, we've corrected the problem, but that was a pretty big clinical fail because I mean, I was doing everything, you know, I recast them, I rebuilt them, I did this and that. And it wasn't until much later that I realized where my error
0: um, in my ways was. So that was a real learning experience for me. And that's a good one. Erson, I know you have, I think produced some videos on tibial torsion as well, have you not?
1: Not necessarily a tibial torsion. I mean, I sure learned a lot and I'm going to plug um, the Gate Guys shoe course. course. Um, I, I certainly learned a lot by taking that course and I learned a lot by reading their blog and it's um, it keeps me grounded in biomechanics because I tend to get away from it with my modern manual therapy thoughts. But um, mo- mostly how to just reduce the amount of threats From, you know, um, walking with an externally rotated foot by doing like repeated tibial internal rotation mobilizations, it doesn't necessarily correct any kind of bony deformity, but I think it it changes the inputs that the brain may find threatening. So, you know, I have manual techniques for that, but it's not to change bony position, just to change input.
0: Got it. And uh, so, I, I can speak from experience from uh, attending a couple of your courses that uh, tibial torsion is always brought up in them now. So, obviously, that was a very uh, um, uh, clinical reasoning changing uh, experience for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, it was quite life changing. <laughs> um, and, I, and I try to learn from my mistakes. I don't always, but I try to. Now... Ivo, if people want to uh, follow yourself, follow the gate guys, um, what's the best way to do it? What, uh, what um, sort of avenues can people reach you or follow the knowledge that you put out? Um, as far as The Gate
2: Guys um, are concerned, you can find us on social media, um, just The Gate Guys on Facebook, um, which is um, you know probably one of the easiest ways. You can go to our blog. It's thegateguys.tumblr.com. Um, we've got, I don't know, over, well over a thousand posts there. We post a couple times a week. A lot of it's research-based. Or you can log into YouTube or um, and you can look at uh, – just type in The Gate Guys. We've got a Gate Guys channel. There's over 100 videos worth of information. And then I launched a new business uh, not too long ago called Rehab Chalk Talk, and it's basically uh, dry needling, uh, acupuncture needling kind of information. It's all research-based, and you can find that information on RehabChalkTalk.com.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you very much for being uh, uh, the first podcast interview experience for yourself. That was uh, spectacular. I did not know that going into this.
1: Yeah, went and on honor for us as well. Uh, <laughs> We'll have you back for a second podcast, I'm sure, probably, maybe uh, next episode, hint, hint. Uh, but uh, as always, I can talk guys, about my clinical
2: uh, success on that one. Yeah, exactly. all right,
1: we'll do that. So, Great. as always, thanks for listening to Untold Physio Stories, and other excellent podcast today. And that's normally how I introduce it, using a different uh, positive adjective every time. I'm your host, Urson Religioso, and... Uh, from the TheManualTherapist.com, EdgeMobilitySystem.com, and ModernManualTherapy.com, and Jason, Shane, as well. Where can we find you?
0: best way to follow me right now is through uh, Facebook, Shane Physiotherapy, and should have a new launch on my website next week, and that'll be uh, ShanePhysiotherapy.ca.
1: And by next week, he means several months ago (laughs) by the time we publish this podcast.
0: Well, you know, that's why I didn't give a date. It's very ambiguous that way. I know you're
1: not supposed to date these things. All right. Keep the comments coming. Please review us and rate us on iTunes. That really helps a lot. You guys have a great day.